On today's show, how good is the Mavericks supporting cast around Luka? We're going to rank the best playoff rotations in the West on this Tier Tuesday. We'll talk about all that and more on today's Locked on Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked on Mavericks Podcast. Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Maps your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment your team every day below. Also, let us know. Which team in the West has the best supporting cast? I'm curious who, who people think is the number one. Join me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com. The tier Titan, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Oh, it's Tier Tuesday, baby. Tier, tier Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, are we are we getting close to a Kevin Durant resolution? I don't know. Are we, are we here? I was it I mean, we at least got an update. Like, let's see. Be excited about that, I guess. Steve Nash, Sean Marks, or me, guys. Make a choice. Steve Nash, the guy I wanted. Or me. Yeah, right? Like, or Sean Marks, who really wanted to keep Jared Allen, but I didn't want to keep Jared Allen. <laughs> yeah. It's like, same guy who picked DeAndre Jordan over Jared Allen. So uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant is. Yeah, let's let's keep Kevin Durant. But, uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Size Tweet, though. That and back in the the coaches and the organization and stuff with that. I mean, that's a pretty strong tweet to put out. So uh, let's see what happens to KD. The saga continues, but on today's show, we're gonna it's Tier Tuesday. So what we do in Tier Tuesdays, we rank stuff, but we don't want to rank stuff like one to thirty or one to fifteen. We want to put them in tiers. Okay, which which players rank in different yes. tiers and groups and things like that? We we like that better. We think it's a better way to figure out. Where the Mavs stand at things, where Luca stands, where the supporting cast stands. And that's what we're going to do today is the supporting cast. So we took the entire NBA. And last week we did where do the best players in the NBA tier out? And we did that. And Luca was in tier one, obviously. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Luca was in tier one. But now where do the rest of the guys? So like number two through eight, two through nine in the rotation. Where do those supporting casts rank out? So we took every single team. So like. You know, the, the Mavericks don't have Luka Doncic in the rest of this. Ranking the other players besides Luka Doncic on the, on the Mavericks on every team in the West. So we took that and we tiered it off. And so let's just go through and we'll try to explain as best we can where we have. And then I think it leads us into the conversation, a couple different conversations. How good is the Mavericks supporting cast? That That's an easy one. And then... What does a supporting what matters in a supporting cast more? Is it the depth? Because there's some of these teams in the West that just have some depth. They don't have all stars necessarily off like they don't have all stars as their second, third, fourth best player, but they have really good depth and they're higher up. And there's a couple teams that have some all stars on the two and three, and they just don't rank well because the rest of the team is just so poor. So it'll it'll bring us into a conversation about that. How much should the Mavericks give up for a future star is basically where we're gonna go with this. So let's just start with um, our number one tier. We each have six tiers this time. We, we're, we're tiering off exactly the same there this time to try and make it less confusing. Let's start with tier one, right? Let's start with our, our top tier. Who has the best supporting cast in the NBA, Isaac Harris? I have one team 
mm. in this tier all by themselves, and that's the Los Angeles Clippers. I I just couldn't. Interesting. Yeah, I I think they're the most well-rounded team out there. That you know, we took Kawhi off this, so the best supporting guest around Kawhi. They achieve both, right? They have yeah the 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 star you know next to him. And they also have, I think, one of the deepest teams. I mean, after that, you got Paul George, Norman Powell, Marcus Morris, Luke Gennard, Robert Covington, Reggie Jackson, uh, Batum, Zubat, John Wall. On a, like, <laughs> I know John like, Wall was like the 10th name I wrote down. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, I mean, and we're not even writing like Terrence Mann's name down, like who play, plays in a playoff. I, I, I wrote or, his name down. So it's like they, they're so deep and they have – a, you know, a star in that outside of Kawhi and Paul George that. And I'll take it a step further. I think Paul George is the best player on the rest of the, like on this, on these tiers that we're going to do today. You can make a case for. Yeah, yeah you could. I mean, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. Yeah. I mean, Anthony Davis is up there. However you feel what levels Chris Paul is going to be at. Um, we'll it's see like, what Jamal it, Murray yeah, looks it's like. like Jamal but, Murray, Zion, Cat, Gobert. Yeah. Like that's, those are the rest of the, the players that could be up there. Um, so all, all really good players, yeah, for sure. But I think Paul George is the best of those. So that it's like it's it's deep and it has a star at the top of it. Uh, I agree with you. I put the Clippers number one, but I also put the I put the Warriors there just straight up for mm. the respect, just because that team is so deep. And what if Kuminga or Moody just just take a leap this year? Like what if Kuminga yeah. is just this bona fide just stud, and then all of a sudden they're like the. The Warriors, obviously, Steph is the number one player. And then the supporting cast we're ranking is Clay, Wiggins, Poole, Draymond, Looney, Kuminga, and Moody. That's like their top eight, I think, now going forward that they lost Porter and they lost um, Gary Payton the second. So that that supporting cast is as good as any. They have as much experience. Like just it's almost about the fit together, it, like is more than just the talent as a whole, right? For that. Group. Yeah. And that's why, you know. You saw what Moody looked like in the summer league, and and he played really well. Uh, and he's ready, man. Like yeah. it. That that's why the whole Gary he, Payton thing. He played against the Mavs in the Western Conference Finals. He he had good games against them. Yeah, that's why we went into the offseason saying, my, "I'm like, hey, I think Gary Payton's gettable because yeah, I think the natural replacement for him is Moses Moody." And so yeah, I mean him. It, it's it's just unfair in a sense. I'd say it's unfair. It's not unfair, but it's just crazy how, how they've built that of, they have that, you know, that old, I say old, but like that star core there. And now they have the next core of Kaminga Moody, James Wiseman, and they've just filled in the pieces, you know, and DiVincenzo and yeah, like Dante these guys, too, yeah. like Looney, bringing back Looney. So, um, you know, they, who they get the other day, um, um, Jamichael green. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's like, what, what Wiggins, you know, we didn't even mention Wiggins really. So, um, Jordan Poole, like, I mean, they're just, yeah, I have them in my tier two with a couple other teams, but they're right there. Yeah. yeah it, you wouldn't be upset if they were putting the tier one. So, it, what's interesting to me is those are the two most expensive teams in the NBA. It's the deepest teams with the, like the best supporting cast have stars coming you know, in their second, third, and fourth spots there. It just, you know, you pay for, you pay for teams like that. And it was, and the Mavericks are not anywhere near that top right now. And so you you wonder no. why like they don't have a high payroll. Well, they don't have the players up there at that point. So, though, yeah, though, that's number one and and possibly number two there in that number one cloud. I called that the the studded. That's the studded tier for me. I got studded. I got names for all mine. <laughs> of course you did. How many did you have in tier two? I had three teams in tier two, headlined by Golden State. 
And then I had to put Phoenix in there, you know, 65 win team. Yeah. You're basically bringing everybody back except for Javel. Um, and then I put Denver in there back healthy. Jamal Murray. I love what they did in the offseason, adding Bruce Brown, KCP. I thought those are those are underrated big time additions for them. Um, obviously, Aaron Gordon's still there, Michael Porter Jr. being back, Jamal Murray's, you know, the second best player on that team. But those are my three teams. And and that's honestly who I think is the top four teams in the West. So yeah, I would agree those are the top four teams. I added two more teams to my tier two. Mm. I added the Timberwolves and I added the Pelicans. They're close. Yeah, I have them in. I, I have them in tier three. I just think those two teams have enough at the top end of their rotation. So Anthony Edwards, the number one player on the Wolves, and then the rest of the rotation is Towns, Gobert. I, I like those are two maybe the two best players next like and on this whole list. Uh, then D'Angelo Russell, Jaden McDaniels, Kyle Anderson, Nas Reed, Jalen Noel, Torian Prince. Like they they have a pretty deep. Um, rotation there, and I, I think that's just a really, really good... Now, Anthony Edwards wasn't one of the top guys on the, the star list, but their supporting cast is really, really good. Pelican, yeah. same thing. Brandon Ingram we have as the number one player. Then it's Zion and CJ McCollum. That's just a really good next two. Jonas Valanciunas, Herm jo- Herb Jones, Devontae Graham, uh, Nance Jr., Jackson Hayes, Jose Alvarado. Like That's just a really, really good rotation. Dyson Daniels. I put those I put those teams up there. So my second tier is the Wolves, Nuggets, Suns, Pelicans. That's you know in whatever order you want to put them in. I'm that's fascinated that you don't have so like yeah, my my tier my tier three had has Minnesota and New Orleans. Coming up next, oh. let's talk about a team you left off from that group that I think is that should be the, a team you disrespected <laughs> that should be right there in New Orleans and Minnesota. But before we do that, let me tell you about Built Bar. It's a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. They're delicious. I had a coconut brownie chunk puff bar today, and it was so good. 160 mm. calories, 15 grams of protein, 8 grams of sugar. I was between breakfast and kind of lunch, and I was like, what do I do? And I grabbed the Built Bar, and they're awesome. They're awesome for after a workout. They're awesome for a snack to bring on the go. Um, not awesome in this Texas heat in a car. They will melt like crazy, but that's because they're made with – 100% real chocolate. They're delicious. They're really good. Check out all the different flavors. If you need a recommendation, the brownie batter puffs are my favorite bar now. I've just decided. That one is absolutely great. Uh, the cookie dough chunk puffs are so great as well. The cookie dough chunks in there are great. Peanut butter is back. Go check it out. Use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your entire order. It's built.com. All right, Isaac Harris, we're going through and we're putting the best supporting cast in the NBA in tiers. We, we, we agreed on the top four, right? I think we agreed on the top four as far, far as the Clippers and the Warriors. I have them in the in one tier. And then the Nuggets and the Suns are, are in the next two. And I put them in tier two. I also have the Wolves and the Pelicans in tier two. But you think there's another team that should be in that group that I'm disrespecting right now. Yeah, I mean, I have Minnesota and New Orleans in tier three, but I also have Memphis in tier three. Yeah. And they've they've been there, they've done it. They've won a ton of games. They've made it to the playoffs. And, you know, Jaren's these it's a young crew, but they're only getting older and they have the team chemistry. Um, but yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr., we've Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain, Zyra Williams, I think we'll have an even better year this year. Uh top ten pick. Brandon Clark, I like what they did in the draft. Uh, still have Steven Adams, step brought back Tyus Jones. Like they just won a ton of games last Good. year and they have the team chemistry. They 
that you're looking at Minnesota and New Orleans say, hey, yeah, on paper, y'all have the big names, which they do. I just think what Memphis did last year, they have to be in that same group. So the reason why I put, I, I thought about Memphis a lot. I almost put them in tier two as well. But the reason why I put Memphis in a tier below those other teams is, like you said, those top two guys, I don't think Jaron Jackson Jr. and Desmond Bain are as good as Cat Gobert, Zion, and CJ McCollum. I think they're just a step below those guys. And I don't think that's necessarily. But we don't know if it works. We don't know if it fits. But I just think on paper, if we're just going on paper, we know well, yeah, either I mean, actually you're right. Either of those teams, we don't know if it necessarily fits. But yeah, um, but I think that those talent wise, I think if we're, if we're looking at talent wise, I think that those t- players are way better than Jaron Jackson and Desmond Bain. And then the Grizzlies also lost Melton and Kyle Anderson. And so their rotation is just a little yeah. bit more shallow than it was last year. They really relied on their depth last year. They were missing guys for a lot of the time. John Morant, the famous stat that they were better without John Morant for a stretch of games. I don't know if that's going to be the case this year. Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to be injured for a while. He's going to be out. I didn't even take that into consideration because I, I didn't take injuries into consideration for any of these teams, really. Um, but, yeah, I have the, the Grizzlies just a step below because of those two reasons. So do you have Memphis in, like, a tier of their own or with, like, another team in there? Have, You're going to put him with another, like... I have one more team in this tier, and I was shocked. I was shocked how high I was on this team. Okay, so my one, my number one tier is called Studded. My number two tier is called Stars and More. My number three tier is the Pseudo Stars, so, like, you have Jaron Jackson and Desmond Bain. The other team joining the Grizzlies in Tier 3 are the Sacramento Kings. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> the Sacramento Kings. I was so surprised how high I was on this. Okay, so their number one player is Demonis Sabonis, right? That one's he's fine, okay. but he was in one of the, he was one of the lower tiers for us. Their supporting cast though is Fox, Barnes, Kevin Herter, Malik Monk, Keegan Murray, Davion Davion Mitchell, and Rashawn Holmes. Like that's just a really solid like top to bottom rotation there. And uh, with just some really good players, Fox like a you know a pseudo star, Barnes is good, Herder's good, Monk's good, Keegan Murray's good. Like I don't know how much it's going to come together and translate to like they're not they're not a 45, 50 win team probably, but it's just a really solid on paper team with the additions they made. Like three of those guys they added this year and Herder, Monk, and Keegan Murray. So you heard it here first. Nick says the Kings have a better roster than uh, the Mavs. And, I think they. Have, uh, I th- I think they have a better rotation outside of their number one player. Uh, and Nick's not wrong, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> no, I have them. Um, I have them in the same tier as Dallas, but I'm I'm more fascinated that you think they're on the same level as Memphis. That. This Memphis team, like this Memphis team, just won a ton of games. Like the same basic rotation. Like well, the Anthony Melton t- and Kyle Ander- Anderson. No, no, no. Is the, not, no, like it's the difference between Morant and Sabonis, right? Like that's the difference between some of these teams. Is like Luca. Obviously, the Mavericks didn't make it in the top top three best supporting cast, but that's because Luca no. Doncic is so good that he just catapults them into that next tier. John Morant and Sabonis are the big difference between those. And the Grizzlies lost players in their rotation and the Kings added players in the rotation. So they just like met in the uh, middle there. And the Kings sucked. Oh, and John Morant um, is way better than Sabonis. <laughs> so they're going to be a better team next. It's just the way that it works. No, it's not crazy. I have them in the, this next, my tier four has four teams. And mm. the Kings are in that. Roll down the same thing you did. I think Keegan Murray will be fine. Um, 
Adam Herter, you know, it's a little sneaky. I don't really sneaky. care. I don't really care about the Mad Malik Monk. Um, Rashawn Holmes, sure. But yeah. Oh, it's like the, you're as your seventh and eighth guy in a rotation. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I said. Like, you look at those next guys are like Fox Barnes, Keegan Murray. Like, those are some solid dudes. Um, I have Dallas in that group. You know, it, what does it say about Dallas supporting cast that you have them with the Kings? I know. You have them with a Utah team. For me, I have Utah in this group too, as currently constructed. Um, you know, you have Bogdanovich still, you have Jordan Clarkson still, Pat Beverly. Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, like they still they have just a ton it's of still, dudes yeah, after it's, Mitchell. It's still good. It's still like good relative, but like it's a, a lot of good quality dudes that a lot of playoff teams would take. Yeah. So that's the thing. Um, and then my other team I have in there is Portland. Like mm-hmm. I, I, they're supporting cast around Damian Lillard of Simons, you know, Grant, Jeremy Grant, Nurkic, Josh Hart, Gary Pitt in the second, like. I I have them in that kind of like same group a little bit as as the Kings. Like, do you have the Kings in a whole separate tier than Portland? Yeah, we're tracking on like just the exact same thing. We're tracking on the same thing. So I have number four is just role players. That's my that's my tier four. And I have the Mavs and the Blazers in that tier. And I, I would have the Jazz in that tier, but I just don't think that any of those players are going to play on the Jazz at a certain point. And so I should probably put the Jazz in Tier 4, the just role players category. Yeah. I mean, that's their whole team is role players. Yeah, I, with, with Donovan Mitchell. So tell me why the Kings supporting cast is so much better than Portland's that you have them in a different tier. I think Fox is better than Simons. I think Barnes is better than it's Jeremy. Fox, Fox and Jeremy Grant. I feel like they're like the equals. Of well, each I other. think Barnes is better than Jeremy Grant. Like if you just start going down player for player, you get Herder, Monk, Keegan, and then you have Nurkic, Harker. You could you could talk me into them being in the same tier, but hmm. I, I just I like top to bottom the Kings a little bit better. Who's going to have a better the, record this year, Portland or Sacramento? Oh, Portland, and it's it's the difference between Sabonis and Lillard again, right? Like it's it's the same thing that we talked about with the Grizzlies and the and the Kings. Interesting. See, I kind of match him up of like Jeremy Grant versus Fox. I think that's the second best players on the team. I think that's kind of like wash. Then you're looking at like Simons and Barnes, Nurkic, Hart. Like I think they're a little bit more even. the The takeaway from this is like we're talking about Dallas supporting cast with teams like Portland, Sacramento, the Utah team. That's going to suck next year. Yeah. It's a reality check for some Mavs fans out there that like Dallas doesn't have a support. Like you're not put like the next supporting you write down the names, Dinwiddie, Christian Wood, Dorian Finney, Smith, Reggie Bullock. It's like, we talk about these guys all the time, but when you do exercises like this and you're writing down, like actually do it someday as, as a listener, like write down, these names on paper of Zion McCollum, you know, like you know, Valanciunas, all this stuff. And then you get to the guys that you think about and watch their highlight clips all the time. And you're like, all right, didn't we need Christian Wood? Um, he played in Houston last year. Okay. Now we're at Dorian and Reggie. And it's like, you love these guys, but they're like defined roles on, you know, next to Luca. It's just it's kind of wild where we're at. The other part of this is sometimes I project some of these players to take a you know a big step forward, right? Like, yeah, Keegan Murray and D- Davion Mitchell, like they still have possibility. Even De'Aaron Fox, like, has a chance to still take a step forward in his career. Uh, whereas we know kind of who the Mavs guys are. Maybe Christian Woods the only guy that can take a step forward and like make a leap this year. The rest of the guys, I didn't what he could. The rest, of, but the rest of the guys, we kind of know who they are. 
Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. I think Dinwiddie's the only other guy besides Christian Wood that would like elevate it to the, where there's not a big difference between the three and four tier, the the Grizzlies, Kings, Mavericks, Blazers. You could and Jazz. You could like talk me into that being one tier on its own if we were just gonna do five tiers or something like that. You could talk yeah. you could talk me into that. Um it's the difference. I just love two. that you don't have the you don't have another LA team in this group. I think it's funny. I don't. Let's talk about the the teams at the bottom, and then let's talk about what this means for the Mavericks. Uh, Does depth matter? What does it mean about getting a star going forward, uh, and why the Mavericks are kind of low on this list? We'll talk about that coming up. All right, Isaac Harris, we've been talking about the best supporting cast in the NBA. Um, We kind of have the same sort of top teams, Clippers, Warriors, Nuggets, Suns, Wolves, Pelicans, Grizzlies, all sort of up there in their their top tiers. Kings, Mavericks, Blazers, Jazz, all sort of in these tiers in the middle. And there's a team we haven't mentioned yet that has one of the best players in the NBA is uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. I threw them in a tier, tier five. It's just the questionable tier. It's just such a... There's just so many questions, even around Anthony Davis. When we mentioned Anthony Davis is probably the second best player on this whole, you know, supporting cast list that we're trying to do here. But the Lakers, the Lakers rotation is this. Outside, tell me, tell me this. Outside of LeBron, it's Anthony Davis, it's Russell Westbrook, and then mm. I was like, what name do I write next after this? Austin Reeves, Lonnie Walker, Taylor Horton Tucker, Kendrick Nunn has not even been cleared for five-on-five basketball activities yet. I don't even know what he's going to look like. And then Stanley Johnson. Those were the next five names that I thought of in this group. And that back end and Westbrook, the fit of Westbrook and all that, just fits so poorly that it pulls Anthony Davis down as far as the best supporting cast from like, I don't know, tier two all the way to tier five for me. It it just is so bad on the back end. And this is without LeBron James. Let's let's remind people. We're, we're ranking the two through nine, two through eight spots in the rotation. So this has nothing to do with LeBron James at all, or even Luka Doncic when we rank the maps. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers are the hardest team to put in a tier because there's, there's no bigger drop-off from <laughs> a second star to what Russ is like even <laughs> after Russ and Russ like, to whoever else. Yeah. I mean, I really wrote down, I wrote down AD Westbrook, Horton Tucker crap. <laughs> and it's just like, it's kind of like, you, so love I put him Lonnie, in. you used to love Lonnie Walker. What happened? Now, I do. Now, yeah. he's, now he's on the Lakers and you hate him. Yeah, pretty much. But <laughs> I have them on a tier of their own and I just like, yeah. here they, here they are. I mean, you could, I mean, I think some people are probably listed this saying, all right, well, Anthony Davis is better than any other player in the tier you just listed. Like, you just had him he you know, after. Correct. And it's like, yeah, he's better than Dinwiddie, Bojan, Fox, Jeremy Grant. Like, yep. I get all that. But once again, it goes to that whole thing about depth versus just who the second guy is. And if they just had, like, one or two, like, decent players, like, if they had, like, a Josh Hart and then, like, Beverly and Clarkson or something like that, they'd be higher. Or even but, if they pulled off that trade that's like, you know, Boyan and Beverly, you know, like if they could pull yeah, off for, the trade. For like, Russ, yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, they would instantly move up then because then they have some quality pieces. But outside of AD, they just don't. So, so rough. Uh, but because they have AD, I can't put them with the last three teams no. of Houston, OKC, and San Antonio. 
those are my last teams too. And I almost put the Spurs on their own because I think the Thunder and Rockets have very interesting pieces. Like the Thunder's rotation after Shea Gilgis Alexander is Giddy, Chet, Dort, um, Terrence Mann, Jalen Williams, Darius Baisley, Kenrich Williams, and then they even have like Jeremiah Robinson Earl, J- the other Jalen Williams, Poku, like as wild cards. The Rockets, outside of Jalen Green, Jabari Smith, Eric Gordon, Kevin Porter Jr., Alfred Sangoon, Jay Sean Tate, Kenyon Martin Jr., and then Garrison Matthews. And then the Spurs, it's like... No, it's not even worth listening. I, I know. I put them on their own tier. It's Pirtle, Devin Vassell, our old friend Josh Richardson, Doug McDermott, whatever, Jeremy, <sighs> so- Jeremy Sohan, and Malachi Branham, and then like Josh Primo. I didn't even write down. Which, okay, wait. For this first. If you could put Keldon Johnson on this list and say and, and try to rank him, would they even rise above the Thunder or no? No, <laughs> no, they're they're done. Okay, so we have the Mavericks like in the bottom middle of this, right? They're who are they above for you? They're above at least for sure above the Lakers, Thunder, Rockets, Spurs. Do you have them? Yeah, and after that, like I have them in a tier with Portland, you know, Sacramento, and Utah, but yeah. like. You could tell me that all three of those teams have a better supporting cast around their top player. And I wouldn't like, I'd be like, okay, like I could hear the argument. Like I can hear the argument for your Sacramento pitch over what Dallas has. I could hear the argument for the supporting cast around Damian Lillard over what Dallas has. And it's like, I could hear the argument. Um, I don't know if I'm there just because I, we know how good Finney Smith and Bullock, this isn't just about big names on paper. It's about fit and how they mesh. And we know that they, it works around Luca with Finney Smith and, and Bullock. We know that Dinwiddie works next, next to Luca. So yeah, I, my question for you is if they have Brunson, does it change anything? Yeah, I would have moved them up for sure. I don't, I don't think I would have put them in tier two. Like with the the Nuggets, the Suns, the Wolves, and the Pelicans, but I think I, de- oh, Lord, no. I think I definitely would have put them up in tier three with like the Grizzlies, you know, maybe the Kings too. Kings maybe would get bumped down at that point, but yeah, I, I would be inter- interested with. I think I would put them up there with Memphis for sure. Yep. Um, definitely not with the Phoenix Golden State tier and all that. But, but the thing about the Mavericks is, is it's this is all subjective because if you're doing this list and you're saying okay. I, sometimes I looked at this list and I said, if these teams didn't have the star and played each other, who would win? And then the Mavericks are even lower than what you think because of just like if Luka doesn't play, then it's like Dinwiddie, Reggie Dorian, Tim Hardaway, Christian Wood, Maxine Javel off the bench, maybe, right? Like that's the team. Uh, that looks a lot worse than, okay, what Luka can do for Dorian, what Luka can do for Reggie, what Luka can do for Christian Wood, we hope. Like, what Luka can do for Maxi Kleba and getting, it, getting him open shots. He just makes these players so much better that it then elevates them. They are Western Conference Finals team last year. They're much better than they are on, on paper. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I just – I wonder how – yeah. Never mind. What do you think about what do you think about some of these top teams as far as like some of them sacrificed a little bit of depth to get some of these stars, right? Like the the Wolves sacrificed a little bit of depth to get Gobert. The um like some yeah, some of these teams just don't have the same kind of depth, but they have sort of top tier star. I guess that the Pelicans sacrificed a little bit of depth to get CJ McCollum. Do you think that those kind of deals are worth it to sacrifice some of that to get another star player. Cause it, it yes. carries you more. Yeah. yeah. You got to go get the guy. Like you got to get number two. You got to get 
Boston got Jalen Brown. I mean, heck, they're probably going to get like Kevin Durant next week or whatever. It's like you go get your number two guy next to your star. Like you got to have, you got to have legitimate help. It's just, it's so hard to, I mean, even you look at what Devin Booker and Phoenix, it's like, man, they had all these draft picks and all these guys next to them of like Cam Johnson and Bridges and Aiton, like, and they're good, solid quality players, but they didn't take the leap until they went and got a number two and Chris Paul. It's like, you gotta, you gotta get these number two guys and you know, golden state, however you want to say who's the number two, but like, yeah, it's an outlier situation. Yeah. I I don't like counting them, but like Clippers, we got to see if they can make a finals, if they stay healthy, but like they got Paul George. And so I, I think that's the thing that, you know, it's just hard to find these crew, these crews of players that's going to make this like crazy finals run without having a solid number two, number three. It's why he's talking about the other day. It's like, what's our goals? What would be your goal? And it's like, what's the path? We did the whole Kyrie Russell Westbrook pod on Monday. It's like, all right, well, the, what's the path to the second star? And like, that's the path I would be looking at all the time if I was Dallas. Very interesting. Let us know in the comment section below. Where do you think the Mavericks role players and the supporting cast should rank? Who's the best supporting cast in the NBA? Is it the Clippers? Is it the Warriors? Is it another one of those teams? Are we sleeping on one of these teams? Uh, let us know in the comment section below. Uh, Isaac's Book Club is coming up later this week. He's reading the Bible of, of 100 things Mavericks fans should, should do and learn about before they die. Uh, and then uh, I'll be back with the Game Pod later this week. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. Peace out. Boom. I realize I still haven't talked about that on the pod yet.